A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, how you doing over there? I'm a little better over here. Are you? Are you? 11.02, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM on a Friday morning into the afternoon. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Is it Super Bowl Friday? Is it Super Bowl weekend? Do we kick off the Super Bowl weekend? How do we apply it? to the program well, today. Well, first of all, will you please stop saying SB, the two words, because we're going to get in trouble. I don't know if you keep hearing. We're just not allowed to say that. The big game, I believe, is okay. Uh, Sunday's extravaganza might be okay. The championship game, can I, I say uh, that? I or, is, so. or is it too I far if so. I say that? I the big so. game. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what the rules are. I think if you're promoting something, you can't say Super Bowl. So what if I'm promoting a party at my house? Can well, I call it a Super Bowl party at my house? I'm not really sure. I think you can. Oh, okay. I think you can. All right. Because I don't think you're benefiting. Like, you're not making money off of that uh, deal. In fact, says you. in fact, you may be losing money on that deal. Unless you got the Squares game working, and that would be another issue in and of itself. Sure. That's illegal gambling. Yeah. Please don't send me or don't go on social media, whoever you might be, anybody listening on the app, uh, World Wide Web, and don't go on and say you won $100,000 on a squares game. Do not do Because the IRS is listening. We yeah. know somebody specifically who works for the IRS that listens. Yeah, and just because you have a fake name on Twitter, you know, Bill2486, that doesn't mean they won't come hunt you down. You never want to brag about, like, these people who put up their winning tickets. Yeah, but I have offset losses. Do you? Because you better. You better be able to prove you have the offset losses. Because yeah. they're going to come a knocking when all is said and done. I gave $850,000 to charity. I gave them my Super Bowl suite. Okay, I'm going to need a receipt. Yeah, I'm going to need to know who was in that suite. Speaking of suites, uh, Floyd Mayweather says he paid $1 million for a suite. He yeah. and 34 of his friends. So that answers, I think, your question. How many to a suite? These super suites. 35 seems to be the number, according to Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, who knows? So do what you will with that information. It could be And consider eight. the source. could be eight. From what I hear, he exaggerates a lot. So it's really eight people that are going to get in. He turned it into 35. Well, speaking of a guy that likes to celebrate his winnings online, Floyd Mayweather does that all the time. Mm -hmm. He's not going to tell you what he lost. Yeah. He's just going to tell you what he won. He did put a receipt up for his purchase of the suite. Now, again, it could all be fake. Who knows? Like, I had an ID again that said citizen, and that got me buying beer at Barnaby's. So I don't know what's real and what's not these days. I don't know if you heard, these kids are really good at sort of coming up with fake papers. Yes, indeed, uh, they are. You can take like, the time. Like back in the old days when you had to have a fake, you know, passport. It was a big work, Well, man. it was a big to-do. It was like the, um, the scene where they caught Frank Abagnale in France. Mm-hmm. You had to be in a building like that with one of those massive printers to make a fake ID. Well, and then people letter by letter, they're picking them up with tweezers. They're going to kill you, Frank. Whiteouts. You had to work back in the day. You want to get out of a country? Where are you going, Frank? Work. It's not like what you can do today. How'd you pass the bar exam, Frank, in Louisiana? I studied for it, girl. Anyway, 
This is the nonsense you can hear 24-7 pretty much on the fan for free, might I add. Uh, thanks to the fan app at Beaver Toyota of coming, and they uh, sponsor the app at a Beaver Toyota. See what wow really means at beavertoyota.com. You can shop there online, 680thefan.com. Wow. You can also catch up via the podcast section, and that's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. I believe Bucks Beat features Georgia receiver Chris Conley, who now plays for the 49ers, who used to play for the Chiefs. So he'll give you some insight into Super Bowl 58. You can also follow along at the X platform, and that is brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino. At Road Dog 680, at Matt Lear, at Chris Domino, at Shalini Nick at 680, the fan. It's National Pizza Day, Chris. So I could have gone Whoa. in a few different directions here. I could have gone with the Super Bowl food that you're bringing to the party, but because it's National Pizza Day, I kept it basic. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Italian? Reaver Derrick. Okay. Because pizza is an Italian dish. Well, right? I don't know. You don't know that. I don't know. Pasta is Chinese. And from what I was told is pizza might not be as Italian as we think. Well, when it comes to the question of the day, it is as Italian as you think. Uh, Buongiorno. I'll just ask because I have to. Does this mean stupid music all day? I oh, don't yeah. know. I, I don't really know what Matt Lear is going to do. We're not on the same page. All right. I like to be surprised. You like to be surprised. Uh, no, I don't. Less than I like to be surprised. Not but I've a got guy a feeling day. that Matt Lear's got a few things in his hip pocket I coming will, back from break. I will just say this. We talk about five and six and seven because there's 365 days and more than 365 things. Food items, people, places, whatever, nationalities. So there's multiples every day. Whatever else was on the list had no shot to beat pizza. Not because you're Italian, not because I'm Italian, but what else could be on the list that could beat pizza? Well, since you ask, we had a National Bagel and Locks Day. Interesting, if you take away the locks. National Cut the Cord Day and National Toothache Day. Yeah, pizza wins. Yeah, easily. Pizza wins easily. Grazie. You're welcome. Arthur Blank is doing a Zoom meeting later on today with the media at 2. I'm not sure he's going to talk about out. pizza. Let me. I'm telling you now, at 11 or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm stepping out. But this is called one of those media dump Friday deals. This is why Arthur Blank is doing it on a Friday. You get through the weekend, it's the Super Bowl, and everybody kind of sort of forgets after that. So they forget by what, 2.30, 2.45? Yeah. Or is it forget by 5? Now, we're going to remember it on Monday. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to forget. Well, but, as long as I... Make little notes to myself. Yeah. I'm not going to. A lot of people are going to forget. Diana Rossini um, from The Athletic and her podcast is The Athletic Football Show said that, well, yeah, Arthur Blank wanted Belichick, but Rich McKay specifically talked him out of Bill Belichick getting a job. So if you believe in Rich McKay still having the ear of Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. then you'll believe what Diana Rossini had to okay. say. I don't know if she's right or wrong, but because she said that, somebody's now going to ask. And somebody will ask about Boomer Esiason. What he said, how an executive told him. And I thought it came down to, weren't we told again, um, Arthur has final say on these things? Well, he's so got he has final, final say, but he could be swayed. Right, he could be swayed, and apparently he was swayed by Rich McKay, and she said some others within the Falcons oh, organization. I, I, listen, I told you. Well, this goes back to what Thomas Dimitrov said, what you've said. You've got people trying to save their own skin. And they know if Bill Belichick comes in, he's going to clean house. So, you know, I think Raheem Morris might be the right guy. He's a team player, Arthur. Team player, team Everybody in that building would have at a minimum, at a minimum, this is a minimum. So, so again, at a minimum, they have a lesser job than they had before Bill Belichick got there. Some will lose their jobs, no doubt about it. Terry Fontenot's going on the road to scout. Hey, he's still the GM. Go on the road. He's not uh, collaborating. He's not going to be in the building when, when Big Decision Wednesday comes. 
Is that what its Wednesdays are? Uh, have we decided have, yet? I don't know no, what the themes no, no, are. No, 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 no. You can't take the other guy's themes. Well, I know you worked with him. You can't take the other Dan guy's Quinn themes. Dan Quinn took those themes from Pete Carroll. So it's been done before. Everybody steals from everybody. Not I think you nailed it. I don't want to have, what was Monday? Honesty Monday? Tell the truth Monday. Tell the truth Monday. What was Tuesday? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't want any of those things. But whatever it is, Terry Font. I think Tuesday was try to forget about the loss from Sunday. Yeah, we'll see you again. We'll try again. We'll try again on Sunday. We'll try again on Sunday, Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Any money Friday. After 2016, every Tuesday became 28 to 3 Tuesday. Sorry, it's never going to go away. You might as well embrace it as... Another Quinnism said, embrace the suck, because until you win a Super Bowl, it's always going to be there. You know, the Bears you know what I was watching on my little computer out there today? Because I really hadn't watched it. I watched the last six minutes of that Super Bowl this morning. Watched the whole thing. I stopped, I paused, I made notes. And you just knew in overtime they had nothing left. They were done. Well, I was hoping it was going to be different this time. Mm-hmm. I was just hoping. At 28-20 when they gave up the football, that's when I had national guys coming up to me. They still hadn't scored the touchdown. There's still 28-20 Falcons. National guys coming up to me. Hey, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> You just knew. I am not kidding. Hey, man, I'm sorry. It was 28-20 with minutes left. But I did. I, I made a whole... I, I can't read some of my own writing on this one. I will say that this was not smart of me. I didn't have my blue book today. So, but I made a couple... Of, You're also writing in a magic marker. You're writing in a highlighter. You can't, you I, I can't know, read know, your writing I, as I, is, I let alone writing without a pen or a pencil. Schrader gets hurt. A guy named Compton comes in. People forget about this stuff. People forget about the day that James White had. Like, there's just things in the last six minutes alone. They threw up a graphic. So they, Ryan Schrader gets hurt yeah, yeah. at right tackle. Yep. Was it Will Compton that came in? Um, I thought Will Compton was a guy in the media, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it might have been Will Compton. It just shows he comes you in. what and we then, remember and what we choose to forget. And then Mac has Flowers beat him for a sack. And remember, you were in field goal range, but then you weren't because you got pushed back. I, I got a whole list of names here. People, you forget. Alex Mack was playing on a broken leg in that game. Yeah, you so. still need to have... You know, flowers go by him. i got to be honest. If you're in the game, sorry. Sorry. But just to say that it was so falcon of what happened in that conference championship game, even though it was a blowout, your offensive line was healthy the entire year. They played together the entire year. He gets hurt, and then in the Super Bowl, you lose your right tackle. Matthews has a hold. Don't forget about that. Mm -hmm. Clock stops. Yeah, Matt Ryan was the quarterback, obviously, in that game. He's been doing Radio Row. And here's what he had to say about how he's perceived, he believes, when all is said and done here in the city of Atlanta. Has all your work been appreciated in Atlanta? Starting with the bangers here. No, uh, but this, here's my thing. Uh, uh, okay. Um, the short answer is probably no. No. Probably no. But at the same time, you know, I'm proud of what I did and, and the time that I spent there. I think there was a level of consistency. And consistency doesn't usually get you... The, the huzzas. There was consistency. I won an MVP. And as everybody has said, he's the greatest Atlanta Falcon ever. But so, there was also inconsistency when you look at the records. So I, it was up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. But if you're the greatest, and the franchise hasn't had a ton of success, but if you're the greatest player in franchise history, and a franchise is over 50 years old, I mean, I'm sorry, there's a good chance that you're not going to be spoken of the way you could and should be. Had things gone differently one Sunday in Houston, then he wouldn't have to worry about that, and the question wouldn't be asked. And Matt Ryan also talked about that Sunday in Houston when it comes to him being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Do you feel like you should ultimately end up in the Hall of Fame? I do. The consistency that I had for a long time and the production that we had in Atlanta, I think, speaks to it. 
I understand that championships, you know, go a long way at the quarterback position, but I think the numbers speak for themselves and, and, and the consistency uh, speaks for itself. So, you know, I hope, I hope that it's something that happens one day. Um, I'm proud of what I've done as a player and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And we should mention Matt Ryan was on Cam Newton's podcast, and that was Cam asking the questions. Yeah, he came out with a banger right out of the gate, according to Matt Ryan. Say less. Yeah. And uh, I watched Cam Newton again this morning. Good for him, man. He's making all the rounds. He is. He has now become America's guest. Is that I a think. cowboy hat he had on this, this morning? morning? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think it was more of a. Uh, it looked like one of those children's cowboy hats because I think he had the string underneath it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It looked a little bit more like uh, the Caballero hat. <laughs> like I was going to do flamenco dancing. Maybe. That, yeah, I think that's, that's sort that's of That's maybe a more accurate yeah. description. He had, those, he had those roundish glasses on, too. Should have had a rose glasses. in his mouth. Yeah. That's what, I mean, he's well, right. he, was, he was making the rounds, and he continues to make the rounds all week long. Let's hit the bongos. We'll make the rounds headline-wise and tell you what's coming up on the program. Could Trey Young be on the move soon? We'll talk about that around 11.50. Bryce oh, oh. Elder saw plenty of good and bad last year alone. We hear his conversation with Chris D'Amino around noon. I think we played it. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't think we played it on this Is this, this the show. one that has the bad word? Yeah. Let's clean it you. But we didn't, we didn't play Let's it on this program. What, what's your problem now? You brought, hey, Different shows. He's arguing with Adam Gillespie for those that are okay. unaware, that aren't watching on the YouTube channel. Okay. Plus, the football's newest Hall of Fame class has a common theme. We go back to the NFL around 1220. When we come back, Kirk Herbstreet explains himself. Will it be good enough for Georgia fans? We go on campus next. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Appreciate you taking the time to listen on a Friday morning into the afternoon. It's National Pizza Day. Who's your favorite Italian? Now, Billy Joel's Jewish, but this is oh. the song about the Italian restaurant. So My guess is nobody back there knew they thought Billy Joel, like when his family came over, it went from Jolino no. just to Joel. And it's really one of those great unknowns, or at least it was for a while prior to the days of the Internet. Nobody really knew. Was he, did. was he sure he's not Italian? Yeah, was he yeah, an Adam, Was he in Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song? Did um, he make it? I don't believe so. That's interesting, too. 
He didn't have half Italian in him? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. He sure acted Italian. Mm hmm I thought he kind of rode the so Italian coattails. Nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he, he wasn't the, in Jersey Boys? Italian ghost tales for a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think he was a part of the Four Seasons. What I do know is the fan in Bears Best Atlanta kicking off golf season on February the 23rd with the annual Chili Dip Open. Go to 680thefan.com to be a part of it. want to thank some of our sponsors, Harris Cherokee Casinos and Resorts Zero FG Energy Drink and uh, the Color Spot. The SEC hands out some serious cash. That story in about five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. All right, let's start with Kirk Herbstreet who went on with Paul Feinbaum and tried to clear the air based on what Dominic Rayola said about his son Dylan Rayola leaving Georgia and deciding to go to Nebraska. Here he is addressing the question, what did he exactly tell the Rayolas? I, of course, did not tell Nebraska and try to tell anybody not to go to Georgia. That's the most ridiculous thing that I, anybody would do. But I did compliment Matt Rule. If I'm guilty of anything, I said that Matt Rule is a good coach and he's a good man. And I, I believe he will bring Nebraska back. He said, why would I tell anybody to leave Georgia? It's yeah, become because, the bar in the sport. Yeah, because Matt Rule being a good coach, well, Kirby Smart's a great coach. So that does make sense. But it, but it seems to me, and again, I'm paraphrasing now, I thought the old man said, he said, Herb Street said, you got to do this. Is, is that the quote, or am I paraphrasing well, it? Well, I mean, he gave credit. Incorrectly? No, 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 end. no. Did he say... When he heard he was interested. Yeah, I don't remember the direct quote, but I'm saying at the end of that conversation, he's the one that brought up Kirk Herbstreit being instrumental, and I'm paraphrasing now to a certain extent, in maybe being the final nail in the coffin well, when it comes to Rayola leaving Georgia and going to Nebraska. I, again, I'm going to go back to what I said. If it took Kirk Herbstreit to tell you Matt Rule's a good coach, then Call you didn't, you didn't do said, enough. Is this true? He got to do it. He got to do it. So that's, again... Dominic Rayola, the father of Dylan Rayola. He got to do it. He got to do it. That's what he said. So it seems to me like you're saying, here's what he got to do. I don't know. I just texted Herbstreit. Kirk, I shouldn't do that. Kirk, Kirk. I just text, texted him. Let's see if he was, on, he was on Feinbaum. Let's see if he clears the air with us. Who knows? All you can do is ask, Domino. Worst they can say is no. But it, but it is two different stories. He got to do it. He, he got to do it. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know who's right and wrong. Well, what, somebody's, what we... somebody's fibbing at least a little bit. I don't I mean, want to call it a lie. For now, I'll call it a fib. Let me investigate a little bit more. Well, I mean, what do we say all the time? There's three sides to every story. There's Herb Street's side. There's Dominic Rayola's side. And then there's the truth. Here's more from Herb Street down talking the hall. about... Down the hall. <laughs> I don't know if that applies to oh, down the hall. Build that wall. Build that now, wall. Now, that does. That's Atlanta's only conservative news talk station, Extra 106.3. Anyway, here's Herb Street expounding upon Matt Rule. Well, if somebody calls and says, what do you think of Matt Rule? And you like Matt Rule. Are you supposed to say Matt Rule is a bad guy? Matt Rule is an idiot? Matt Rule is a bad coach? Or do you say, I like Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule is a good coach. So it sounds like, according to Herb Street, they sought his advice. Mm -hmm. And he said, when asked about Matt Rule, that... But he never coach. told Dominic or Dylan Rayola to leave Georgia and go to Nebraska. He got to do it. Yeah, but you know what he that's, also... That's what Dominic said. Right. You know what he also should have said? But Kirby Smart's a great coach. Matt Rule's a good coach. Kirby Smart's a great coach. Now, look, 
that the kid won competition? Was it going to be the was it, was it going to be the start of this year? It's not playing out where he would have been the start of this year. Then one year later, is he happy? Unhappy? Is he going to be the next guy? Well, that doesn't work out for a lot of people either. Ask Arch Manning, who allegedly is making three million dollars this year, but has already been told publicly he's the backup again. So that's Arch Manning. With all due respect, you know Dylan Rayola might be a hell of a player, but you either want competition or you don't. You're willing to sit a year because that guy's the incumbent, or you won't. And I have no idea what Nebraska's quarterback situation is. My guess is Dylan Rayola has a shot at a minimum. Maybe not promised. I don't know their circumstances. Maybe not promised. But he he can assess the landscape and go, I got a better chance to start up there. Now, I don't know how the timeline worked, but he got to do what applies to Benjamin Urasek, one of the better tight ends in college football. He has left Stanford and now he is committed to play at Georgia for the upcoming season. Started the last three years, was banged up last year at Stanford, but over those three years, 108 catches, over 1,300 yards, and also a guy that, much like Brock Bowers, likes to run with the ball from time to time. So it seems like now they lose Bowers and they plug in someone very much still established in college football at that tight end position. So another big get for the dogs. So what you're telling me is they're losing some talent really good talent. And they're bringing in a guy who's got promise of that type of talent. We'll see if it plays out. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't ain't. popping. Again, I don't know if that that applies. I don't think that does. I think now you're just hitting buttons. But, But... But he's a very good college tight end. Yeah. Hurt his shoulder last year. They say he's not going to have any lingering effects from the shoulder injury going into this year. And he has six more years of eligibility. Well, I mean, with COVID and everything else, those COVID years, um, who knows? Can I give you Tulsa? Head coach is Kevin Wilson. Have you heard this cut? Yeah, just because who cares about what a guy from Tulsa says? Until he says this. when he says this. Typical in first questions is what do you get? I go, you get nothing like it. That's what they said, and that's what they told Spalding, right? From a guy saying, hey, co- hey, coach, just asking, you know, about money. I'm not a money hungry person. Don't need a ton of money. Uh, but this is a transfer. I've been getting about six to seven K a month. I got three dogs and a girlfriend. So what do you think I'll get there? And I said, the first thing you need to do is drop the dogs. And I'm not sure about the girl. I go, I go we'll explain our incentive-based plan that we use is based on academic success, not allocating any, any NIL funds. We're starting at now. We'll have a clear direction if and when we get anything. But I have not and will not promise anything until I know for sure what I got. I'll discuss you on a visit how we do our academic base plan. And that's how we recruit So you have to earn the money. That's a great line. Get rid of the dogs. I don't know about the girl. Because what you're basically telling the Tulsa coach before you've done anything for him, mother and country, when it comes to Tulsa football, I got mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. I got three dogs and a girlfriend to feed. What are you going to give me? Because I got to feed them. I said, lose the dogs. I don't know the girlfriend yet. I might tell you to lose her too. But that's exactly what's happening at Tulsa. Well, that's why people are thinking about leaving. People have left. And Mike Loxley at Maryland said, I never want to complain about the amount of work. But I can tell you, for the first time in 33 years of coaching, I went home this offseason and said, am I really going to have enough energy to do this for the long haul? May I tell you what these guys are experiencing? I'm going to give you an analogy that some people listening right now can relate to. I have to, but I spent the first... 54, 55 years of my life never being tired. Never. Never, never, never. My oldest daughter turned 14. Turning 15. You get tired. This guy has been in the game for 33 years. He's never been tired. Never been tired. I do the job. I know what it comes with. He went home this offseason and said, I'm tired. NIL, transfer portals, uh, 
how much money do we have? Who do I have to go ask for money? I guarantee you that he's got what I have said used to be boosters. Now they believe they're partners. That guy went home after 33 years. And he's like, damn, I am tired. And this is why I think the Big Ten and the SEC are getting together saying the genie's out of the bottle. Not sure if we can put the genie back in, but can we have some guardrails so the genie can only go so far? Am I using this term correctly? Has there been a detente between the SEC and Big Ten? Oh, without question. Yeah, I've always felt that it was a little bit warring factions. It feels like now that we're going to build an international space station. And we're going to go up there and we're going to control everything. All you other people, if you knock on the door of the space station, I ain't letting you in. What do they call it, past Glasnos? When Russia and the U.S. got together and became well, friends? Although yeah, you said they were war. never friends. Yeah, we're never friends. You warned everybody for friends. decades. Friends. What an okie dog. Who was falling for that? Uh, uh, help us. We have no money. Here. Here's some more cheese. Now leave me alone. I know what you're doing. You're, you're going to keep building stuff. Stuff that you're going to aim at me. Now, there's other people who are doing it now down the hall. But I'm just telling you that we were never supposed to really be friends with the Russians. So can can you trust the Big Ten if you're the SEC? And in turn, can the Big Ten, big picture, still trust the SEC? Because everybody seems to be getting along right now, that's for sure. The Big Ten has already pulled one of these. What was it called? The alliance? Mm-hmm. Who were they aligned with now? Nobody that they had the alliance no, the with. the ACC and the Pac-12. That's why we didn't have a 12-team playoff last year. And don't forget the COVID year, the Big Ten, they pulled the plug on the season. Then they saw everybody else was deciding to play. And they went, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Well, what about us? I don't want to go we, too deep. We want to play too. I don't want to go too deep, too deep into this. But this is Roosevelt, Stalin, and Churchill. And they all got together. And all said, hey, man, we're in this together, right? Remember, Stalin's Russian. Didn't, didn't last very long. But that would be like, hey, the three of us have made a pact. Take a picture. And the Big Ten said, oh, no, no, it's me. It's them, and it's them. And then they left them and them. When I tell you, not even out in the cold, out in the bitter cold, the ACC and the Pac-12, relatively speaking, with this thing, whatever it is with the SEC, they're, they're outside the space station, and they're running that, and they're knocking on and the, the space station too. door. Yeah. Uh, hello? Nope. Can't come in. No room. It's only going to last so long, I guess, is the point you were trying to make. Like when Sting years ago joined the Four Horsemen. It didn't last. It was great while it lasted, but then Ole Anderson threw him out. Right, but that was all scripted. So what I'm telling you about this is... What do you mean it was all scripted? This has I a saw ch- it. What? This has a chance to last as long as everybody gets the money. They're starting out. Now, again, if somebody goes, wait a minute, though. Somebody could get insulted, but it's only two. It's not three. You don't have a two versus one. There's no gang up, right? That's the other part that happens when you have three powers. Two of them turn on one. Then you got a problem. Speaking of wrestling, yesterday, The Rock turned on Cody Rhodes. Threw him a slap. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. I actually have the the contract, the paperwork. Yep. That's what it said. They had to Throw change him the, a slap. They had to change things up because the fans weren't happy with the way the direction was headed. Kudos to Triple H. He changed it quickly, as opposed to Vince McMahon, who would force it down your throat as a wrestling fan. Now, I don't know what the end result is going to be. If I'm Seth Rollins, I'm wondering, okay, what, what about my character can now? I, Where's this going? Given I, the recent allegations against Vince McMahon, I don't know if those are the best yeah. choice of words to use Yeah, well, you, I think you get what I'm saying. 
I um, think you understand. All right. I'm just making a note to myself so I don't forget this. Mm -hmm. I really am making a note to myself. And it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Now we're back to what we're talking about. Yeah, Kirby Smart. No, 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 him. no. I'm, I'm going to ask this. Yeah. So you're saying, can I give a, a football analogy here? Sure. We talked about Arthur Smith not being able to be the head coach and Rich McKay not really being able to be on on paper when you sent out a release, part of football ops. Yeah. So Because she would have been tone deaf. Yes. The Falcons would have been tone deaf to have this continue. You're telling me wrestling just realized, wait, the fan base is about to whatever. Yeah. We can't be tone deaf. Ro we have I to take a right-hand turn. I, I think Rock said, all right, I, I got to, for the for the sake of the company here, which I own some stake in, I got to turn heel and make this thing better. And he, he planted the seed on the Pat McAfee show yesterday making fun of the Cody Rhodes fans. So he planted the seed, and then hey, Pat, last night they had the hey, press Pat, conference, and he threw Cody a nice slap. Pat, you got seven minutes. and need to come on the show. I hey, got something going on I tonight. I, I don't know. I think Cody may have told him, look, lay it in, because that didn't look like a working slap. Well, like you can't he, fake a slap. It looked like he really cracked him. Nick, you can't fake a slap in that way. You can't, because there's a thing called slap fighting. That has to look like it was authentic enough to be in slap fighting. No, I didn't see it. I don't really care. I, I think he told Cody ahead of time, look, and Cody probably insisted, lay it in. Let's yeah. make it look That's the real thing, 100%. Yeah. If you have a couple of fake teeth in the back of your head, they might come out of your mouth. Hey, that'll be cool. And then he wore blue afterwards as he came off with Roman Reigns. He told Triple H, you better straighten this blank out. Talking about our family that way. Next time, I'm going to knock his blank and teeth out. Can oh, I ask you something? He, he referred to his teeth. Yeah. Cool. Off topic. Working blue. I always forget to ask you, what what exactly does that mean? Well, it means you're using foul language. Well, where does it come from? Oh, that I don't know. Ah. Yeah, it's always been known as blue language. Yeah. Not that smart. Actually, I'm not smart at all. Well, remember, the there's, I've heard. there's a sliding scale of blue, too. Like, we don't get away with hardly anything in the blue world. Sirius XM, you can work blue. TV is they're 10 o'clock at night. Depends what... I don't know what network you're on. It is weird. Rules. Like on Yellowstone, yeah, they are for for a while it was you can use the S word, yep. but you can't use the F word. Yes. Now they're using the F word pretty freely. Interesting. But not when it's run on CBS. CBS actually has been running it on Sunday nights. Yeah, it's but cleaned up on CBS. Yeah, you can't use it. Now, it's not the Sopranos going to the Cartoon Network, whatever the hell it was on. What was the Sopranos on? The Sopranos was on USA. May have been USA. Same thing. Clean the whole thing up. Now, AMC seems to me like, whoa, just put something up. Language. Like, you put one of those things up. Language. Right before it starts. You're a real fouling jerk. You know that? That's well, not the same show anymore. If you watched The Sopranos on AMC, you didn't see The Sopranos. No. That's Don't think statement. you saw The Sopranos because you didn't. That's my statement of the day. Anyway, going back to a guy that works blue and Kirby smart, he's managed to avoid the Masters every spring G-Day game until this year. April the 13th, it's going to be happening. That's the third round of the Masters. For those that want to keep track of spring ball, it's going to start spring practice for Georgia on March the 12th. After Georgia comes back from spring break, and like we said, the G-Day game, what time is the will game? be on April the 13th. What now, time is the game? No time has been announced yet. Adam, do you think Kirby looks and says later Saturday? No, it's not Sunday. It's not the final round. Do you think the Masters does? Do they go at 12 o'clock maybe for this? For the well, you know, to get people home to watch. Yeah, definitely. I, he's okay. always tried to avoid the Masters. That's been something yeah. he has made uh, the change. Well, they start at eleven o'clock. Is there so, a yeah, chance maybe, this game's eleven? Well, TV's going to really dictate when. If eleven o'clock, though. Noon. I can see a noon okay. or a one. All right. How much? What's the crossover between Georgia Bulldog fans and? Oh, I would imagine it's very strong. Yeah, very large. 
So this I'm giving you an opportunity to do your Augusta voice. That's I'm just looking at you, waiting for you to do your Augusta voice. There's going to be a lot of black and red in Augusta. Just make sure you don't, if your patron run, do not go over 1.5 miles per hour when we open up the gates and you decide where to sit. Now, Kirby's won two we'll national. escort you right off the course. Kirby's motto, anybody else? Kirby's won two national titles, Mr. Augusta fan. You don't curse him for this, do you? He's entitled to have the G-Day game when he needs to. Maybe where you're from, you curse. Here in Augusta, we do not curse. I think they do curse. I just don't think they Telling let you, you in on it. I'll never forget how Billy Payne's entire expression changed. Guy you've known, we've known, you've yeah. known him better than me for years. Very jolly, very oh, gregarious when talking about his career and his donations and his time and his family ties to Georgia. As soon as Augusta came up, so you were the chairman at Augusta National. Boom! The entire look on his face changed. There he was became a, chance. a different person. Well, there was a chance he was going to take his little mic off and just leave. No, he did stick around. He just wouldn't go into much detail. No. I, I, and I, I think I even told him, I, dude, you're kind of retired. You're done. What are they going to do to you? Oh, you don't know what they can oh, do to you. I think I do know what Augusta can do. I think Augusta's like, a lot like the Skulls. I think there's a lot of things that go on that we are not supposed to know and are a little bit yeah. trickier than anything we imagine. You remember the one time that we called Augusta yeah. National on the air and they hung up on us and yeah. our bosses went crazy. Yeah. I what are you doing? Times. They're never going to give us a badge. I wanted to know. I will never get a badge thanks to you two. I wanted to schedule a start time. I wanted to schedule a tea time. I'm telling you, growing up in Augusta, there was one area of Augusta you did not mess with, and that was the Augusta Nationals. Oh, you yeah. never wanted to push your luck with them. Oh, no, look at Martha Burke. Go ahead. You can, uh, you can set up your protest. There's a nice muddy parking lot right down the road. Well, then they said we won't run commercials. Yeah. That's the greatest power play of all time. Cadillac, we will not uh, have you bow under peer pressure. We'll just fire you. And remember this. CBS is on a one-year deal. Now, you can tell me, no, it's all good. Those people at CBS pucker up like this. Where's my camera? Like this. Mm -hmm. Every year wondering if they're going to get the contract back. But that's the power play of all power plays. Oh, yeah, you're going to boycott. I'm going to put... Okay, no commercial. Yeah, I don't know if it's a power play or not, but Boo Corrigan has been replaced as the committee chair when it comes to the playoffs. I think Ward, it was time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Ward Manuel, the Michigan AD, is now the guy in charge. Wait, wait, wait. Six new members are gone. Wait, Six new on, members have been on, added. Hold what? on. What? So the AD at a school that's got infractions being looked at is now the head of this. I mean, that's that's the way it's going down. I'm not telling you anybody's real clean, but this is publicly. I know that they're being investigated. He can't be in charge of anything. You're you're associated with an investigation. Oh, but he is. Oh, but he is. Listen, between that and one other thing, I got to bring up in a little bit. I didn't even know that he was the new guy in charge. It didn't take more than a second for me to go. Wait, the guy in charge of the college football playoffs is the ADA at a school that's got infractions being looked at. That's correct. Everything you said is accurate. Everything. And we'll see if it changes. The SEC will distribute $741 million to its 14-member university. So that breaks down to about $51.3 million per school, a $19.2 million increase from last year. And I got a feeling with a couple of new schools coming in and that new deal uh-huh. with ESPN, I got a feeling it's going to be a little bit higher for the fiscal year next year. I got a feeling. Well, I'm sure the target is a billion. It's like a telethon now. We'd like to have to add another number to the meter. 
I don't know if it gets to a billion. I have no idea. Uh, but I do know that it's a billion or bust. And if you're hooking up with the Big Ten, it, it's not to make $44 million in next year's check. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. You're going to bring in Texas and Oklahoma to go, you know what? We can deal with $38 million a year each. Let's just take the loss with Texas and Oklahoma. We'll write it off. It'll be fine. So it's the Big Ten when it comes to revenue. It's the SEC, and no one else is even close. So that's why everybody's quaking in their boots right now all around college football, all around college athletics, in fact. Well, the TV people are probably a little little bit interested in this. Um, how far down the road is it going to be where it's, hey, we're, we're good at 40, whatever the number is. If it gets up to 40, we're good at 40. We're going to play our own football. We'll play our own football. You have our own play off the whole deal. Yeah, we're not telling you guys you can't play football. We're just going to tell you we're going to play football over here. Like the Masters. We'll be over here yeah, doing our here. own thing, and uh, you right. go over there and do your own thing. That is a true story. I think I called up, though, trying to find a Thursday morning tea time. And then our bosses went crazy. They already don't like us, and you're doing <laughs> that. You think everything's a joke. <laughs> hey, the fan, the locker room, and Sandals Resorts, they qualified five more lucky listeners this week to go to a Sandals Caribbean destination, including Sandals Duns River in Jamaica. Next week, you'll find out if you won or not. Listen to the locker room each day in general, not just for this. And want to thank everybody for participating. Had to be 21 or older and a legal resident of Georgia. Want to thank American Airlines for the airfare, round trip airfare as well. The Hawks stand pat at the trade deadline, but could Trey Young be on the move soon. Oh, oh. Lying away. That story next on Domino and Cellini, the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. What do they call it in the past? Glasnost? When Russia and the U.S. got together and became friends? Although you said they were never friends. Yeah, we're never friends. You warned everybody. Friends? What an okie doke. Who was falling for that? Everybody should change! It was supposed to end that way, and then they they cut it up a little bit, the end of Rocky IV. But you're saying, Chris, it's not. It never was what a lot of people thought it could be. No. Don't buy it. They lulled us to sleep. I know, down the hall. I'm not saying we should be overly trusted. But I certainly know they're sneakier and dirtier than us. Again, down the hall, Domino and Cellini, we talk sports around these parts. Build that wall. Build that wall. Down the hall at Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. We have 60 years combined of sports talk experience. That's what we do on Domino and Cellini, the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. A show of honesty? Yeah. Is this too aggressive? I'm about to send Adam Gillespie something. I need him to pull something. And I put in a subject line, and don't complain. 
I that's a little bit. Get some sound. It's a little that's bit a, over the good. top. I just yeah. hit send. Perfect. That's what I wanted it to be. Aggressive. Well, it was. Not passive aggressive. You could have said, hey, man, thanks. Just one more. I just put don't complain. That would have been thankful and polite. This is just, uh, yeah, very, very aggressive. So mission accomplished if that's what you wanted to do. I feel good about it. Looks like Bill O'Brien might be returning your congratulatory text in the not-too-distant future. I think now it's a certainty, if you believe what you're hearing, he's going to take the job as the head coach at Boston College, was briefly, ever so briefly, the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. And now it looks like Chip Kelly and Ryan Day have ties together going back to their New Hampshire days. Mm -hmm. It looks like perhaps Chip Kelly will leave UCLA, not go to the NFL, but become Ohio State's offensive coordinator. I'll ask another question. Much like how does the Michigan AD get to run the college football playoff thing when a school is being investigated? How does Chip Kelly even get to go back to UCLA? Um, now, I'm not firing him because that might mean money. He's got a $1.5 million buyout. No, 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 UCLA, about that. If I'm not mistaken. If you fire me, they probably owe him more money. So you take a job and you quit. Again, I'm not telling you I know the contract, but but UCLA, he can't go work at UCLA again. Well, I would imagine he's not going to do that anyway. But that's my point. How is he? Not, how do you have any recruits? How do you have any recruits? That guy's interviewing all over God's green and earth. That's why I think he's desperate to take another job. Bryce Elder desperate to do. They a did work. ask Matt Ryan, by the way. Boston College guy. Yeah. They asked Matt Ryan about Bill O'Brien. He sort of gave him a thumbs up. He vouched for him. Bryce Elder was up and down for him, hoping to build off of the good from last year. You'll hear his conversation cleaned up with Chris Domino from Braves Fest. Let me, can I offer you something? We're the show of honesty, right? Y- yeah. You I worry have... about people listening and editing things. How about you just don't swear during the you. conversations? How about you do that? Okay. Just moving forward. Just okay. an idea. Uh, okay. How about Just this? an idea. How about nobody asked you? I'm just saying it's a Saturday, which I'm not Nobody in a Monday. Me. I did offer it. I'm unabated. Not, You're right. It's not live. I'm not in a Monday to Friday. First of all, it's a Saturday. Yeah, it's but, being recorded. But you know it's it's going to air eventually. What's, yeah, what's it being recorded for? Yeah. Not your living room. People are going to listen to not it. Not to eventually. go in the bag of duffel bag of dead interviews. I'm just saying. I know. Nobody asked him either. I know. It's a Saturday morning. I'm sitting at a table outside the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a Monday through Friday. Come into the studio. Watch your mm-hmm. mouth. But you're also not in a pool hall either. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do? You're not a Scorsese movie. So when I speak to grown men, and by the way, you guys are making it sound like all of a sudden I broke a record of some sort. Well, I mean, it I didn't. That's what do you mean? All. What are you supposed to do? You're not supposed to cuss. I mean, is that that hard? Define we cuss. We don't mean to attack you. Yeah. We say this, friends. Yeah, go ahead. Idiots. We're trying to coach you. I know. Thank all. you. God, I, boy, that's what I need, more coaching. I'm 61 years old. Hey, hey Derek, f*** you. Listen, yeah. you're either growing or you're dying. I understand. You're never too old no, to no, learn no. and grow. But I, I don't need to hear it from you, and I certainly don't need to hear it about, well, think about this and think about that. I'm not thinking about any of it. I'm sitting there talking with a grown man. You just say, move At one forward. point, if I want to use a King Kong reference, and I happen to throw another word in the middle of it, whatever. That's how I speak. Okay, well... You don't speak like speak. that on the program. You have because to treat it's it th- Monday through Friday, I'm here in a studio. But, like Adam said, what are you recording it for? It's as far as I aired. don't care what it's recorded for. Play it, don't play it. Who cares? It doesn't matter to me, brother. Here's what I would do moving forward when you record things. In the back of your mind, say this could be on the airwaves. Right. And just kind of change the approach of it. Sure. Bit. That's I'll, all. Get I'll, Stu to put a little sign on right. the table that's that says no curse. cuss words. Yeah. Friendly reminder. Yeah, that's or remember when you cuss and maybe mention it. Remember. I don't mention now people's names. How am, I gonna re- how am I going to remember when I cursed? I mean, he, he makes a good point, Matt Lear, as well. Uh, that is a fair point that he just made. You know, this feels Mark more and more like an intervention, and I'm feeling a little bit <laughs> mm, bullied right now. All right, DeJounte Murray, I don't know if he was feeling 
bullied. I think he was upset when he scrubbed the social media, but it looks like he is going to be with the Hawks for the rest of the year because the trade deadline came and went yesterday at 3 o'clock and no moves were made. Now, according to Yahoo's Jake Fisher, some rival execs came away from conversations they had with the Hawks believing that Trey Young could be traded this summer. So never mind DeJounte Murray being traded. Well, Trey Young could be on the move once the season ends. Who's who's getting credit for saying this? Jake Fisher. Okay. I don't know from who Yahoo. That, I don't know who that is. We've been saying that for two years now. So again, this is newsworthy that a guy might get traded in the offseason. Well, it's another Therefore, thing. Therefore, I'll associate my name with it because the Hawks, oh God, they're going to break up the championship team? It's another oh, thing. Oh wait, no, they're not. That you may have spoken into existence. Young is in the second year of that five-year 215 million-dollar deal that what he signed. I, what I did say is he won't see the end of that deal here. I do admit to saying, but I, I'm not like all of a sudden Jake Fisher. You know what they might do is they might trade him in the offseason. Yeah, or they might not. But it seems like it's more of a possibility now than it's been. Well, because, oh, let's see. Um, yeah, the winning has kind of stopped. The winning has kind of stopped. Trey Young's going to compete in the All-Star Weekend events, the skills competition, and the three-point contest as well. Still, as of right now, representing the Hawks, the Lakers unveiled the statue of Kobe Bryant, honoring one of three statues, the superstar who passed away, we know. And I got some sound from that coming up in a little bit. Okay, Vanessa Bryant had some things to say about the statue. The number eight jersey, he's extending his right index finger raised as he walked off the court following is 81-point performance, so that's one of three. The other one is going to be featuring a 24 jersey, and the third one will be him and his late daughter. So one of three statues unveiled last night. When we come back, it was a seesaw affair for Bryce Elder last year. The Braves pitcher talks about bouncing back with Chris Domino next. Here on your home of the Braves, it's the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 